This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello, Allah, and welcome to Life Beats. Now, what's the power of makeup to change not just how we look, but how we feel, and in turn, how others see us? Today, we're going to be joined by international hair and makeup artist Angelique Turner. She's going to be showing us how to enhance our natural beauty and create our best self-image. It's going to change your life. We are going to be on Instagram Live. You can see us right now as we speak. We're going to be doing a live in-studio demo. Yes, on me. It's going to be happening. We're going to be talking skincare. We're going to be talking products. We're going to be talking colors, all kinds of things. It's going to be a really fun show. That's all coming up next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. Keeping it local. Keeping it local. All day, every day. Pulse 95. Heart of Shasha. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Now, can makeup really have an impact on not just our looks, but how others uh, see us, how we see ourselves? According to research, makeup can have a dramatic effect on first impressions, particularly in a professional setting. It can mean that you're perceived as more competent, trustworthy, and even more likely to get a promotion. To tell us more, I'm so pleased to have with me here in the studio, international makeup artist, Angelique Turner. Oh, hi, Sally. Thank you for having me today. Really great to have you. There's yeah, so much we can talk about in terms absolutely. of makeup and what makeup can do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we want to know more about you. Uh, you know, you are here in the UAE. You work with some of the biggest uh, fashion houses, not just here uh, in the UAE, but internationally even. Yeah. Um, how did it all kind of start for you? Oh, I was one of the, I was definitely a late bloomer. I went to university. I did everything my parents told me to. Um, they were very much against me being an artist. It was something that wasn't in their kind of like scope as parents. They just don't really want you to be an artist. They want you to be like a doctor or a lawyer or all these kind of like stable jobs so yeah it was um when I actually moved to the UAE it's kind of where it all really kicked off and uh I started to you know grow my you know small little you know group of uh you know clients and then I educated myself in Los Angeles and um by the time I was 30 I was you know starting to freelance full-time so wow Amazing. Yeah. It's very glamorous. We know that, you know, this kind of work is very glamorous, but it's a lot of hard work, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we make it look good on Instagram, but uh, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that go into it. And at the end of the day, we're ultimately, you know, it's a service industry too. So we're looking after people and managing, you know, their emotions and things on special days like weddings and, you know, big events and, and high pressure photo shoots and all these sorts of things. So it's that moment where we want to look our best, whether mm. it's for a photo shoot, the wedding, uh, going for a job interview, you know, yes. whatever it is, actually makeup can make a huge, huge difference. Absolutely. So how, tell us, tell us a bit more about how we can, you know, use all of this to our advantage. I think at the end of the day, you really just have to, you know, find a look that really makes you feel like the best version of yourself. And some people want to wear 10 pairs of lashes and some people want to wear no lashes and some people like a heavy base and some people like something very natural. So I don't think there's any rules. I think whatever makes you happy and makes you feel good is, you know, working. Uh, In a professional environment, obviously, it has to be something that, you know, really fits in line 
less so with you, but also more with the business that you're in. So, mm. you know, something that's appropriate, something that's not going to put people off, you know, I mean, as well as it being something that builds confidence and makes you look good, it's also something that can be negative if it's not kind of done the right way. Because it can be really intimidating. You yeah. look at, you've brought your kit here today, if we can just get a look this at it, This is my Annie. little baby kit. This is this your is mini, my mini kit, kit. Yes. Which is incredible. Uh, yeah. Look at the, the, the number of items we've got here. Obviously... <laughs> Because you need to choose, you know, it's like an artist's kind of uh, palette, you know, yeah. you're, you're going through, you've got all of your colors ready, and then you're there, you know, in the situation, and mm. then kind of going, well, actually, I'm going to use this and this and this. Yeah. So for most of us, when we go into, you know, a store, and we want to buy some makeup, it can be a bit intimidating seeing Absolutely. the incredible, you know, they are so beautiful, yeah. the makeup palette, And palettes. it's all there, like, it's all there to jump out and be sold, you know, it's like, buy me, buy me, buy me. So for me, like... Even when I go into certain stores, I'm a bit overwhelmed. You know, there's a couple of big cosmetic stores here in the UAE and they're, they're very intense. Right. Um, so I kind of always go in with a bit of a game plan and I try and stick to that. Yeah. So I think that's probably the best thing. As, you know, for us, uh, we are going to be doing uh, a little bit of a mini makeover here mm-hmm. uh, on me today. Yes. Um, and so what have you got? What have you got planned in mind for us? Well, I've looked at what you're wearing and I also, you know, like your your sort of style. So it's not going to be something too heavy, mm. but, um, you know, I'll play around with the khaki colors and also your skin tones and something a little bit warm, bronzy, khaki, something a bit fun, something a little bit wintry as well. I love it because, yeah. you know, I don't often go for color. I'm very mm. earthy, generally. Yeah. People are scared of color. People are scared of color because yeah. you can see like a, a you know, um, an eyeshadow palette, mm. which has will have like oranges and blues and greens and whatever. Um, but only a skilled artist can put those together in mm. a way that looks amazing. Yeah. And you can use colors as a pop or quite subtly or washed out or, you know, like it doesn't have to be the entire thing. Um, there are ways of doing an eye that's completely pink or purple or blue that actually doesn't look scary and is, is very beautiful. So I think our preconception of color has changed a lot because, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, colored eyeshadow was really scary. Yeah. And now it's something that's actually quite fashionable. You right. see it on all the runways internationally. And I think, I don't know, has social media kind of um, brought out the artistry uh, and kind of inspired people a yeah. little bit more and... You know, we see the YouTube videos, which we didn't have, you know, mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 yeah, years they're ago. they're amazing. That, you know, and 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 uh, kind of helping people to go, okay, well, I might try that, mm. you know, because they can see the end result. They can yeah. see the technique. Yeah. They can see what's going on. YouTube is great. It's also a little tricky, too, because a lot of the people on there, they're doing their own makeup and they have the perfect face and the perfect eye shape. And sometimes you'll, you won't resonate with that. So you're like, oh, how am I going to kind of figure that out for myself? Yeah. And um, I actually, you know, conduct masterclasses where we do kind of more like small intimate groups where we actually, you know, play with makeup more on a personal level. So I think it's nice to kind of, you know, be educated in that way as well. I want to ask you, you know, as you say, you're an educator as well. Mm -hmm. You do masterclasses, you help people to to find, you know, the right colors, the right products, the right uh, techniques Mm -hmm. that suit their face and who they are, right? So um, what kind of an example can you give me of people who have come to your classes uh, and kind of left with a completely different change state of mind about what they can do? I've had ladies come to the class that have never even bought a foundation or owned really any makeup and they picked up a few things, you know, based on the list I give for the class and it's totally changed how they are kind of doing makeup now. They actually can do it and they're not afraid of it. I think, you know, YouTube and Instagram is amazing, but a lot of those artists are very skilled, so it can be quite intimidating. So to be able to kind of break it down and show people that every woman can really do the basics, at least, is, you know, it's very powerful. Wow. 
I've been wearing makeup since I was 13. <laughs> but I've just been doing it. It's just the same. I, I don't... didn't wear makeup until I was like 18, Really? 20, yeah. But I've always just been like this very natural yeah, look. Like I look. get the... Because I don't want to look tired. That's mm. my thing. Because I find that the, the one thing that I will never leave the house without, eyeliner. Yes. Okay. Black eyeliner. And here you are without eyeliner ready. But yes, for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go into it. All right. Angelique Turner is here with us. Uh, keep it on Pulse95. We're on Instagram Live. She's going to be doing my face. So you're going to be um, checking it out in the breaks as well. Uh, so keep it here. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse95. You're listening to Keeping it local, all day, every day. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Hello. <laughs> we are back. This is very strange because I'm not at the desk. Um, because Angelique Turner, international makeup artist, is doing my makeup. And um, she is working on my eyes at the moment. And we're just having a lot of fun in the studio. You can check it out on Instagram. Like, ooh, I kind of like it. I like it so far. And she's only like, what, a quarter of the way through? Yeah, like, way maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's doing my eyes at the moment. We're doing um, a bit of, uh, you know, experimenting with color um, because we're talking about the, the power of makeup, uh, what a small change can do that has a big impact. Um, and so for you, Angelique, I want to start mm. because, you know, what you're all about is um, – a self-image, making sure that you enhance natural beauty. It's not really about covering up everything that's on your face, no. making you look like a completely different person. No. Because we see that quite a bit. Yeah. You want to still, like, obviously, I do a lot of makeup for events and girls just, they want to look like themselves, but like the best, most polished, you know, perfect version of themselves. And that's kind of what we, you know, we try and aspire to. So it's not about, you know, totally changing who you are. So... You know, what? where do we need to start? We need to start with the skin, right? Yes. And this is something that you teach as well, all yeah. about um, the importance of skin care and how mm. to take care of your skin. It's the most important aspect. I think it's, I personally think it's more important than makeup. I can do makeup on two girls who, it's exactly the same look, but one looks after their skin and one doesn't. And it's like night and day. So mm. skincare is so important. Drinking water, taking your vitamins. I take my vitamins every day. You know, I, I go Ooh, for, yeah, okay. I have a dermatologist, you know, I really look after myself. It's very important to me. Are you one of those people, because I've heard that collagen, collagen, uh, you know, supplements are a really good thing. Yeah, collagen supplements, um, as natural as you can. You can get them, you know, they have like uh, from fish, uh, they have them, you know, you can get them obviously like um, from like bone broth is very high in collagen. Um, and also too, hyaluronic acid is very important too, because that's essentially naturally occurring in our body and it's actually the sponge that holds on to all the hydration mm -hmm. yes nice i like that okay so in terms of uh, skincare are we just talking about you know your cleanser and your moisturizer and whatever or what are we talking about it can be as as simple as whatever works for you some i know some ladies who had the most perfect skin and they wash their face with you know bar soap so there's no, really? yeah, there's no, honestly, there's no rules. Some people's skin type is the less that you do with it, the better it is. Some people actually really need the work and they need to, I think, you know, everyone should be exfoliating. Everyone should be cleansing and, and toning if it suits you. Um, obviously, moisturizing is really important. Um, so really, it's about really exploring skincare and finding what works for you. And that's why I work with a dermatologist. Because over time, you know, my skin from 18 is different from my skin now. I'm, I'm 35 in April. 
Wow. So, yeah. You look spectacular, Thank by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true because you have to, um, you know, take into account life changes. Mm. Yes. Um, climate yeah. and all of those kind of yeah, things, especially don't you? Especially if, if you have a baby, like hormonal changes. Um, you know, so many things can change. Environmental, uh, if you change your diet, that can also really affect your skin. There's so many, so many aspects. And different products can do different things on your skin. You can yes. have... You know, two products that that might say, you know, it's a moisturizer for, you know, combination skin and whatever, Mm. but they can react completely differently. Absolutely. And working in combination with each other can also be positive and negative as well. So, like I said, really exploring it, not not just taking one person's opinion and running with that or what somebody's, you know, showing you on Instagram is the best this, the best that. It's Mm. really going in and getting a sample and and working with it and seeing what works for you. Okay, so that's our basis. We have to start out with the skin yes make sure we're getting our vitamins and yeah, getting we're an spf do every do the do the good things yeah 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 and uh and so after that uh you've got your skin you're taking care of yourself obviously exercise and all of that comes mm-hmm. into it too doesn't yeah. it um staying out of the sun is that another thing i mean staying out of the sun's obviously gonna you know it's gonna it'll keep the youth in your skin obviously like less fine lines and sun damage and and spots and all that sort of thing but you know like if, if you like to have a tan on your face ultimately it's it's your life but um you know do everything that you can to kind of like you know help your skin out okay nice i like that okay so when we're looking at makeup because makeup can take hours or it can take 15 minutes mm. I so, like 15 minutes. I like 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's my, my that's my makeup yeah. routine every morning because otherwise I'd never get out of the house. Absolutely. We love doing makeup, yes. but sometimes it's just got to be quick. Yeah, and that's about it's putting a routine together for you that works, you know, like you know exactly what products you like to use, you kind of you you understand your eye shape, you understand kind of what you need to do and once you have that routine you can do things quite quickly. And then on weekends or special occasions Sit in front of the mirror for 45 minutes to an hour and, and pamper yeah. yourself. Yeah. Love that. Get that smoky eye going, you know. Or get Angelique to do your makeup. Oh, yeah, for you. you can get Because that, <laughs> that is just a heavenly experience. I love that. But, um, okay, so when we're, let's start with the most basic. Yes. What are we, what are the absolute must-haves? Yes. Uh, for me, I think a great mascara you know, always have your brows looking good. For me, brows are so, so important. I can, you can do the most perfect makeup and if the brows aren't, you know, well-groomed and, and well-shaped, it's it really is a bit of a letdown. Gosh, that's a whole topic in and of itself. Isn't oh, it? that's like, do you have a spare week? <laughs> <laughs> Eyebrows, I know. I mean, yeah. do we all, I mean, because I don't, I don't do anything on my brows. I don't I fill them in. I don't do all of that stuff. You're very I, lucky. I feel like Mashallah. some people... You know, they go a little bit too far in in trying to fill them in and define them and all of that. If, if should I be doing more? I mean, look, there's always something that you know we can always tweak them, and I and I will will give the brows a little touch up because brows really are my thing. Um, brows, lashes, and uh, you know, good skincare. That's kind of that's where I think the basis really starts. Okay, so brows and then definitely really good mascara. Um, if foundation is something that you like to use, find a formula that works for you. I um, like how you didn't start with foundation. You're not like. Oh, you've got to have foundation. No, I think that I have a lot of clients that they don't like to wear foundation. And so we come to some kind of happy medium where I create like a tinted moisturizer or something something with glow or give them like, you know, use certain little like little tricks to kind of give them the perfect kind of coverage. Because obviously a lot of things that I do are for photographic or they're going to have their photo taken. Mm, mm. Yeah, because you don't want to be one of those people who really cakes it on and ends up with very obvious foundation on. 
You look, shouldn't see the foundation. I mean, look, if you like to have a heavy base, I, I respect and I support you. But as long as it's well blended, it's the right formula, it's doing everything, it doesn't make you look overly done. I mean, I think a lot of foundation can also age people. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's okay to want to have full coverage. It's just, you know, kind of getting it right. All right, we're going to continue uh, our little mini makeover here in the studio on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Getting my eyes done. I'm loving this so much. Um, and, you know, just discovering what we can do with makeup. All the fun things here with Angelique Turner on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Is Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Yes, we are back on Life Beats. I'm getting my makeup done. It's just fabulous. With Angelique Turner here. She's an international hair and makeup artist. She's a beauty educator who is based here uh, in the UAE. She is a fellow Aussie. Somebody yeah. uh, <laughs> from Australia, uh, which I love as well. We have kind of quite, um, you know, when we compare, see, I'm Arab and Australian at the same time. So mm. I've like seen both sides. Australians are very kind of like subtle when it comes yes. to glamour and beauty. Yeah. Arabs, on the other hand, wow. <laughs> they'll buy all of Sephora and they'll and they'll show and they'll show us that as well. And I love that. I love that. Honestly, when I first moved to the UAE, um, I came obviously from Australia and it was just a little bit of bronzer, a little bit of lip gloss, a little mascara, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then it. I had to really, like, I was immersed in a completely different culture, and not just the Arab culture, but the Indian culture and, and you know, the Pakistani culture and, you know, all these different cultures that have their own kind of signature. They're all doing similar things, but it has to be a nod to their own eye shape, um, cultural expectations, you know, all that sort of thing. Tell me about that because you do a lot of um, Emirati weddings, yes. uh, Marathi brides mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. uh, Indian brides. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do people from all kinds of, you know, backgrounds, which is yes. the wonderful thing about living yeah. here. Um, tell me about like the different things that, that they ask for, you know, the different trends that you're seeing. I th- Honestly, I've, I've been here, this is, you know, going on t- almost 10 years now and I've seen such a shift in 10 years ago makeup to the makeup of today. And the majority of my clients are young, modern, well-educated, traveled Emirati women. And they're looking more towards fashion and red carpet, but they also want to stick to their roots in the sense of, you know, the eye needs to be drawn a certain way. The eyeliner needs to be drawn a certain way, Um, you know, all that sort of thing. So it's always about balancing what they see in magazines or on Instagram or on Pinterest. They show me the reference and bringing it into a way that really suits their kind of face shape and and their their culture. Yeah. Do you get that a lot now? People showing you like a photo from Pinterest or Instagram yeah, or something. Always, always. And they're like, I want that exactly like that. And you're like, well, yeah, we need to work around it. Absolutely. It's managing expectations. And also, too, you know, when you're looking at a picture of somebody else, it's more like uh, they have a different eye shape or, you know, they have different, you know, like colorings. And, and obviously that impacts the colors that they've used in that particular makeup. So I always like to have a little bit of a consultation, especially my first appointment with that person and talk to them really about what they actually like from the photo. Mm. Is it the colors? Is it the depth of like the smoky eyes, the lashes? Like what exactly are they looking for? Mm. And then we work around, you know, what suits them. Do you know what, what's, um, what's interesting? I feel like there was a shift, I don't know, like 10 15 years back or something or maybe a little bit longer than that but we just kind of went all out 
Is mm. it is it social media? Is it I'm not really sure. I think Sephora where it came to the UAE. When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like yeah, and make up it. Wonderland. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, everyone everyone got to see and feel and play with the brands that they'd always seen kind of in magazines. But as well, is it the Kardashian yeah. you know effect as well? Absolutely. They're so you influential. Know, the the whole contouring thing. I have to say, I never understood the contouring thing because I feel like you've got you know, there's, there are natural shadows on your face. Yes. Do we need to draw the shadow of the nose and all of that? And yeah, I mean, I you know, we're, we're we're 3D. So, you know, we're really working with a 3D palette. It's not a, it's not a piece of paper. Mm. So there's contours and there's shadows and there's highlights. And you can really, you know, you can manipulate them to make yourself look, you know, really good. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I, what I get out of bed for every day. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Maybe I'm just, you know... I need to try. You have that to up. let me contour you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's game changing. What's what's the trick of contouring? Because Blending. I have to be honest. Yeah, like I see, you know, sometimes I'll see all of these videos where women are contouring. They've got like twenty thousand like products on that they put. So there's like the the underglow thing. Mm-mm. They blend mm. that in, and then there's like the blue and the green and the I don't know what. Yeah, I think too, we, we, we also forget that, you know, a lot of these are bloggers and they get sent a lot of things and they're expected to use all these things. And that's a, and that's great. And somebody, you know, somebody might have time to use 20 different products. But me personally, I use mm, two or three products maximum. That's it. Yeah. Keep it simple. Foundation, concealer and, you know, like a bronzing highlighter palette and that's it. And I and I play with them. And it's just, it's really about putting, you know, the contour, especially like the darker shade in the exact right space for you in the in the right place. It's not one contour fits all. Um, it really has to be something that works, you know, for your actual face shape. Oh, okay. You've got uh, Doris asking. She's saying, okay. great show. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Um, she's saying, can we have some uh, tricks on making a less uh, a pointy nose look less pointy? Okay. Uh, and, and give it a better shape. So obviously a pointy nose is going to be longer. And so when we're using um, contour. I've got a pointy nose, yeah. Oh. Uh, when we're using uh, like a... Uh, highlighter and, and contour to do that so what we're going to basically do is where we'll use contour more across the end of the nose so like a deeper shade so something that's maybe a couple of like a shade or two darker than your natural skin tone what you would use in your contour on your cheeks and you just kind of brush that across the end of your nose and that's actually just going to shorten it and also too when you're highlighting your nose don't bring the highlighter all the way to the end of the nose because that's actually going to draw attention to the end of the nose so you basically want to use the contour to kind of like cut off the end of the nose a little that's a really good tip yeah so exactly that's where contouring actually works. Yes, and if and it can go horribly wrong. So say if you're trying to make your nose look thinner, but you're actually drawing the, the highlighter all the way to the tip of the nose, you're actually going to make it look longer. So you have to be really careful about where you place it. Mm, okay, I'm loving all of makeup these Makeup science. Yes, <laughs> makeup science. It's so important. Yeah. I got my eyebrows done. Side. Did you see the eyebrows? Look at that. She said she's never touched her eyebrows before. I don't so. really. I don't yeah. fill them in or do anything like that. But actually, a tiny. you did a tiny bit. It literally took a minute. And mm-hmm. I, th- and that's the point. You can do little little tiny changes, yeah, and it can make a big difference. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Browns everything. What about um, you know, in terms of okay, uh, when you're looking at foundation, you've got to have primer. No, I don't believe that you always have to have primer. Okay, I think that you should use, and this is my personal opinion, you should have primer based on your skin type. So say if you're particularly oily in one section of your face, then use a mattifying primer there. If you have a lot of dryness, obviously moisturizer will be more of your primer. If you have redness, you can use something, you know, more of a green tint to get rid of that. But I really don't think that primer is something that is 100% essential for every person. Okay. All right, that's a good tip as well. Yeah, if you want longevity, I'm I'm more inclined to use um you know a little bit of pressed 
powder and setting spray. Setting spray for me is like the most important thing in terms of keeping the makeup on. What's the best setting spray? Uh, I would say my favorites are the Cover FX setting spray and the Urban Decay. Those okay. two are they're great. And Creolin. Creolin has one that I use for special occasions. It's not an everyday. It's like stage grade makeup. But um, it's if you're getting married or have an important event, it's, it's not going to move. Nice. Yes. Because that's really important. Yes. I discovered um, long-wearing gel eyeliner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where has this been yeah, all my life? I just put some on you. I know. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. That's what I use every day. She's put some on me as well. We're going to be come, coming back with uh, Angelique Turner uh, again in just a moment. If you've got more questions for her, keep Please. sending them through. I love the questions. Yes. And uh, she'd love to answer them for you on how to bring out your best self. It's not about hiding uh, what you've got but enhancing it and uh, making you look great every single day. No matter the occasion, that's all happening on Life Beats on Pulse95. Pulse95. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 It's Pulse95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse95. So I just um, I just got, can you see that there, Hanny, if you want to come a bit closer? Hi, everyone. I just got my first um, pair of false lashes put on by Angelique. They look um, They look amazing. You'll never go back now. So how do you pick the right, because I'd be like, you know, half of them look too bushy, half of them, I don't know, I can't think of a, a better word than bushy, but too long to... Um, it's definitely about experimenting. It's hard. I mean, for me, I have a trained eye, so I've met you obviously before, and I know your eye shape, so I was able to pick a couple of pairs that I think that would have worked, and we kind of got it in one. But I think, you know, start with something natural. Um, get someone, some that aren't super expensive. Um, the ones from the chemist, Ardell, they're really good. Um, you can practice with them a lot, and it's all about picking the right glue as well. So don't use the glue that comes in the packet. Really? Yeah. Well, what should you be using instead? Um, there's a there's a couple of ones. Um, Pinky Goat, that's a, a brand out here. They have a nice lash glue that I just used on you. Ardell um, and Duo, they're the best ones, I think. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Good tip. I like that. Because it can just really enhance your eyes. Mm. Is that where people should, um, you know, think about the most? Or because I've heard different things, you know, it's like the whole psychology of makeup, right? Mm. So um, that you should be focusing on the foundation to even out your skin tone, or you should be focusing on the contrast of the lips, the lip color, Mm. or it should be the eyes. Where do you think it should be? Honestly, I think it's just such a personal thing. I mean, I can't really answer for everybody because everyone's so different. You know, some people, you know, they need more of an enhancement to kind of even out their lip color or lip tone or, you know, they need a a bit of uh, lash because it will really open the eyes up and they need to have their brow shaped. Like everyone has their own kind of specific needs. So I don't know. I just I can't answer for everyone. Everyone's so individual. Yeah. But in terms of uh, so makeup trends and and products, clean beauty is a really uh, important trend we're seeing now. Yeah. And that's something that I'm personally starting to become more educated and focused on. I mean, I've come from, you know, I used to work for Dior and Revlon and these really like traditional kind of brands. And for me, it's more like discovering brands that aren't as well known and, you know, that have more healthy kind of ingredients in them. Mm. And so are they using things that are more natural as opposed to um, chemical ingredients or what are we looking for here? How do we know 
that yeah. you know what we're buying is more of a clean uh, beauty brand. So in the US to be certified organic, it has to be over 85% organic kind of material, natural material. So um, yeah, looking out for certain particular like hormone disruptors like parabens and, and all this sort of thing is there are key words out there. So, you know, just, you know, having being, being more aware of what's in our products, I actually start to read labels more. And it's something that I've only been doing in the last 12 months. And it's like, wow, like... That's so true because we think about labels on food. Absolutely. But we never think about the labels on, you know, the the products that we put on our face. Yes. And, you know, the skin is, a, you know, the largest organ in the body and we really need to preserve that. So we need to be careful of what, what we're kind of putting, you know, on top of it. It's so important. And as yeah. well, something that you think about a lot is animal testing. Yes. I don't use anything that's, you know, tested on animals. I yeah. really, really avoid that. And it's, I've you know, there's a lot of brands that I miss because of it. But eventually I'm sure that, you know, everyone will go that way. So. Mm. That's mm, something that I'm mm. hoping for. And uh, th- it's really important for us to kind of be aware of that, you know, as we mm. buy our products to just the same way that we think about food, as we were saying, to kind of uh, do our research. Yeah, but it's also a personal choice, too. If, the, if those things, you know, are, are OK for you, that's totally fine as well. Mm. You know, it's, it's all a personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And in terms of uh, the trends that you're seeing now in 2019, uh, uh, what's emerging for you? Oh, I just think we've seen it all now. I don't even know if there's anything left to see. I mean, I saw some trend with like braided shaped eyebrows and I was like, right, that's it. Thank you, Internet. No. Bye, Internet. I'm done now. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I'm just hoping that we stay in this whole like natural, clean, enhanced kind of beauty. And uh, yeah, and, and I also love a bit of glam as well. So mm. let's see 2019. What have you got for us? I love a bit of glam too. And just yes. to kind of end off, uh, men's grooming is a big deal now as okay. well. Yeah. This is kind of, you know, something mm-hmm. that's picking up very much. It is. It's not just um, women. Yeah, Asian countries like Korea, it's, it's, it's South Korea, it's like a huge uh, like kind of industry that's growing. And, you know, men in this region definitely take care of themselves. You know, they go for beard trims and, you know, they go on and, and really look after themselves. So, you know, men are starting to pick up their kind of like, you know, grooming game as well. It's not, you know, um, looked down upon now so much to... No. To be moisturizing your no, face. No, it's important, and, and especially that, taking care of it. Yeah, SPF and skincare. It's it's, it's just as it's equally as important for men. So, yeah. it makes a huge difference. It does. When we can't all be George Clooney, and you know, like <laughs> <laughs> if only, right? And Amal. Yeah. Let's and not Amal, forget Amal. Oh, I mean, right? she's she's the real star now. So we're just like you know, in in terms of the women, she's she's really yeah, she's really set the bar for beauty. Yeah. I think her blow her blow dry is amazing. I, I always said the blow dry could run for president itself. Right, <laughs> that hair, it's wonderful, and it's just like the classic style. Yeah, you know, she's a, a she's ha- an icon. She's an icon, mm. a high powered woman with an impeccable sense. of I'm style. I'm sure she's got George putting his uh, moisturizer on these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure keep she up does. With her. Exactly, he's like he's almost sixty. But he looks very good. Yeah. Really, really good. He is a good, he is a good looking one. Who would you love to do uh, their makeup? I would, I, I mean, I love like classically strong women. Like I love Sandra Bullock. I'd love to do her makeup. Yeah. I think, she, and, and also as a personality, I think she's wonderful as well. The list is really endless for me. I don't really, I think probably Oprah would be my number one. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine the conversation. Right? I know. I get like a spiritual awakening just like doing her makeup. I'd be like. She'd be like, leave now. No. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. It would be incredible. That would be amazing. Angelique Turner, it's just been an absolute joy. Thank you so much. Pleasure. That was talk super, day, super fun. <laughs> I think you've got to come back. We're going to do lots of different looks. We'll Maybe do we can do it next. on Hanny next time. Hanny, who's behind the camera. Very shy. We could do you. Yeah. He's, he's quite, you know, a rugged, built kind of guy. We could do your face next time. He's gone all red.
But oh, we dear. might just do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up on Life Beats, uh, we've got Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, Mike and Viv Addo. They are back. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about the uh, secrets that personal trainers don't want you to know, plus a lot more next on Live Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.